0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mister Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Monday evening?
0: I'm doing fine. I'm doing
2: fine.
1: That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's. uh, Let's see, we made it through another weekend of DC fandom, more or less. <laughs> um,
0: more or less. Yeah. More or less. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I. 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 I did watch. Watch it, but. Uh it was a lot harder this time around, given that uh the way it was way it was structured uh you know, I guess the first weekend was one of those things where it was um
2: Actually
1: had, programmed. yeah, well, yeah, it was programmed, you know, I guess they had the bombshells and stuff, but there were things this weekend too, but i, I it it kind of stuck up on me to be honest
0: well, no what what I mean. I, I, from what I saw, and I didn't really spend a whole lot of time on it, I skipped a lot of videos, I started them, and then I am I did me, and I said, oh, I don't need to hear the answer to that, because I've heard it 5,000 times. Right. I, so I, I kind of tuned in and tuned out of it, but that's why, this is what separates this weekend's fandom event from the previous fandom event is that there was more flexibility in what you were able to watch. Yeah. And so there was a lot more content it appeared to be. Oh, yeah. But you also got to way more control over the actual controller and you were able to skip things and and check out little things when when the the original fandom event it was just one continuous feed. Yeah. And there was So you almost, for me and you, we surprised ourselves because we were like, man, I thought I was just going to tune in here and here. And, but for majority, it was just always on in the background, which you couldn't do in this structure. And that's my problem with it is that it felt too much like, Hey, we're not going to make any, it, it, it felt really just, I don't know. It was like. We're going to set up a special YouTube channel for you. Now, go through and find your favorite things to talk about. It just, it, it was not anywhere on par with the previous fandom
1: event. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I mean, obviously, from the obvious things as far as up, no big bombshells. And, and really, this, this weekend really took the pre-recorded panels, because clearly, these things were done back in August. Yeah. As far as, and, and so, uh, things like the flash panel, for example, it was an extended panel from the first weekend because the first weekend I, it was really compressed. I think it was only maybe, maybe what, 15, less than 20 minutes, if I recall.
0: Right. So, but it was also, if you shot the whole thing, why would you compress it? And then release an extended one, which only had like ten, fifteen minutes, maybe of extra stuff, but really yeah. not too much. I mean, yeah, I personally just skipped a whole bunch of the flash panel because I felt as if I've already seen it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. I mean, it was. I after a while, I realized that okay, um, I've watched most of this. Uh, there was really not, <clears throat> excuse me, not too much more new that was that was in in that thing i you know to your point about how they cut carve things up a lot of the q a uh, with those um uh, extended panels they had put over on the i think it was the uh either the, the u-verse so you know i i just started watching those because
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh because i felt like i you know if you wanted to get any type of information i felt those were the places where you could get it like for example the flash movie panel which uh people have somehow turned like basically a three and a half minute q and a with uh, the machetes into like oh here's big news from the from the weekend and I was like not really the first weekend they said pretty much the same thing yeah. as far as uh that they were going to have they're going to introduce the multiverse concept and and I think the only maybe different thing was there'll be a lot more DC characters possibly in this film, but, uh, the, the, as far as resetting things and, and, uh, plenty things and not forgetting the things that were already there before. I mean, they pretty much set that same kind of stuff, uh, in, in the first panel. So I felt like a lot of the things that, where people were trying to make news for some of these things like the flash, for example, were. uh, or just kind of repetitive from the first weekend and, and they were just trying to milk it a little bit more. I did. Yeah. yeah.
0: I I was just going to chime in there though, to talk about the flash panel, the extended edition, man, they should have, you know what they should have done? Will? on, on these extended panels, they should have said the Snyder cut. Yeah. Why, why not? Why not go there? You had a whole panel dedicated to him last time. Mm-hmm. But there, there were a few minor things that I did not hear as clearly the first time around. Yeah. Um. We maybe saw a bit of it because they did release the trailer the first time around. But mm-hmm. this time, um, there was acknowledgement: Cecile's powers are evolving this season.
2: True.
0: Um. So is the character Cecile. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had my pro- problems with her, but for whatever reason, she's she's just sticking to this this show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. um, uh, Iris may resent Barry for how long she was stuck in the mirror verse, and there may be residual effects. Very interesting, I love that note. Very intrigued by that. Yeah, very non intrigued by new wells, won't see it coming. <sighs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess now they're going to stick with, uh, what's the latest, uh, Nash Wells, but yeah, but I guess they'll just stick with Nash as I guess the host, and then we'll see all these various multiverse other Wells manifest themselves throughout the season. So, okay.
0: Oh man. Um, who is Barry Allen without his powers? You know, I, I feel as if they tried doing that a little bit last season, didn't really hit that head on the hammer. Um, but uh, I'm going to try to be optimism about, optimistic about the season, so maybe. Uh, Godspeed reveal will likely happen. Yes. But more importantly, why the heck is he mad at the Flash? Well, Barry Allen does some stupid stuff, so I never blame a character for being mad at the Flash. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and another thing about God, yeah, that's that's definitely true. And that's I I will be interested to see how Eric Wallace the showrunner because he did talk about this mm-hmm. uh in the in the this panel it really expanded on how they're trying to bring new fans into the show because uh Godspeed is a character has that has been introduced in the in the latest version of the DC rebirth in the last, you know, five years or so. And 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 in 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 the comic book, uh, August Hart was a, a coworker with Barry, and um and, and it goes into this whole thing about Speed Force storms and stuff, and and how he gets into, Gotsby gets gets Speedster powers, oh as well as other people in Central City during during the early runs of uh, Josh Williamson's run as writer on the on the series, uh, comic book series. So you know, so I don't know how. I don't. Given that they have created, uh, they've merged all these multiverses. Maybe in another, you know, given that everybody's merged now, mm-hmm. I'm seeing possibly where uh, what was played out in the comic book uh, will be introduced in and in, into the TV show. Except obviously, it's just from another Earth where uh, Godspeed and and whatever original Earth he came from and Barry will will have it out because, you know, obviously the they've already done the Eubard Thawne from the future element. Um, oh, God,
0: will. they haven't. They've never talked about you Thawne from the future, from the past, from the present. Never.
1: Uh, never, never, never.
0: <laughs> no, it's just like they've never had a Harrison Wells on the show either.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they've, they've never exhausted that character, Will. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I guess my point, my I guess, they never, yeah, well, given that they've never exhausted that character, they definitely don't want to exhaust it anymore with uh, a similar backstory for Godspeed. So I'm thinking Godspeed's another, uh, you know, is someone from another Earth, and he had a been, you know falling out with Barry, like what happened in the comics, and that that's how they'll 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 work it into the show.
0: Yeah, and last but not least, the gold boots are coming. The
1: yes. The gold boots
0: are coming.
1: They must be earned.
0: <laughs> they must be earned. Um, Speaking about earning things, that woman, they did have a full panel this time around. We saw Javisha here and there throughout the first big event, the first fandom. Yep. Um, but they had a full full panel. and And you know what? didn't learn a lot however i got to say i love this show i love this cast <laughs> yeah yeah and and i i did skip through a lot of the let's get to know javisha and and i was more focused on wanting to hear i liked how they split it up they talked a lot about what everybody was proud of mm-hmm. and and everything they did during the first season that they really just hit out of the ballpark and then they mirrored that by bringing um their new lead on and also trying to explain how will this work because this is a big question. Yeah. That that would have been prime news for us had 2020 never happened. <laughs> <laughs> the way it has. But it's it's how how do you take Kate Kane remove her from the picture, insert Ryan, and make it work. And I felt very, what what is a good word? Reassured that the showrunner knows exactly how to play it so it makes sense because there's going to be trust issues. Mm -hmm. There's Alice is still in the picture, but Alice knows who Kate is. And so this new person, she's gonna have friction with because Kate's her sister, right. and and so will marry. And I love the tease about Mary and Alice
1: because got it too. Yeah,
0: they have such a good and Luke. Luke also said some, or or not Luke, but the actor who plays Luke, <laughs> <laughs> he was so entertaining to watch. Yeah, um, throughout the entire panel, his enthusiasm and i i just i felt confident by the cast and the creators that season 2 will at least be serviceable to what season 1
1: was yeah. if not better i think it might be better yeah to be honest i i think um i, th- I think that new energy will be you know you're you're right that pa- the, the, the that panel the the energy and the it was very infectious even if it was a zoom call with with all those cast members you could tell uh even though you know they were were meeting her virtually for the first time um and really talking in a group about the upcoming season uh, it, 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 it I, you know i think i had heard rumblings that you know clearly we know that uh ruby uh had a different idea about being a lead in the series and what all that entails, and setting the tone for the cast, uh, because you know we've heard other leads talk. You know, Grant's talked about it. We've heard yep. Steve and others talk about how you know they're you know they're the captains. You know, and mm-hmm. people do take their cues from from the head of the, of the group, and and I feel that uh, this cast really bought, are really. Felt that surge of energy. That whatever bad vibes or you know that may have been around because you had a a lead who was kind of like uh, checked out. I don't know if checked out's the right word, but probably was didn't want to be there. By the, probably by the end of of filming, uh, I, I think they are happy to to have that toxic element gone.
0: Yeah i i i think so too i think that because of the break they've had time to digest they've had time to reflect and i think that's why it was again a smart move to lead off with what what episodes did he love the most mm-hmm. um, which was so funny because they choose chose some of my favorite ones as well
2: <laughs> yeah
0: they <Yeah. Same> <laughs> exactly. so i uh, the, Good taste. I mean, even that shot, the infamous shot from season one with the transition from a flashback to present day, um, they called out as well. So they clearly watched their show, but yeah. I I think that it's it's going to be a breath of fresh air. And And, you know, you really love a show, you can tell, when they don't really tell you much about the season and you're already spiraling on little things because... One thing did catch me um off guard and they describe Ryan as a hero rising because she has been a statistic of injustice from the moment of birth. The system was not built from her. So here's my theory, Will.
2: Okay.
0: So you're gonna have Ryan take mm-hmm. up the mantle. Mm-hmm. Alice is gonna still be wreaking chaos. Mm-hmm. Alice history from season one. She was not born a statistic of injustice. One bad thing happened to her, and that sent her down this path. And while Ryan, she should have been evolved into Alice, but she didn't because of separate choices. So they're going to be, I think there's going to be this moral battle between the two because Alice, she's white, she's privileged. And she still is a manic who murders people
2: yeah.
0: and uses the city for her for her own games. Be- and she feels like she has a right to because of what happened to her. Ryan should have ended up like Alice. Mm-hmm. She does not have all that privilege, and and so that's. But she's choosing to become a hero. Yeah. So so I think they're gonna play with that.
1: That's a good. That's a. Oh, I- Really, really like that, and you went you went to place where I didn't think you were going to go, which I which, uh, but I think that is a really a really I I hope Caroline Drys like listens to us, <laughs> and if she's like, oh these guys <laughs> these guys are to something, <laughs> Where she has Think I was gonna go. If, well, I, I thought maybe uh, with the uh, injustice and of course um, you know all the topical things that are going on now with with the crows and being that they're the police and yeah uh, and um, how they basically have treated treat, treated Alice and allow her to you know, continue to run rampant versus say someone who, someone who looks like looks like Ryan mm-hmm. so so i mean there's that element of it as well so and and also how uh how that new dynamics going to happen now because you know we uh-huh. we go from kate who is uh you know white female yeah. in the in the costume to now we have a black vigilante and in the city and, and will they play into that dynamic as well uh when we we have a
0: I'm like, Carolyn, you have to. You yeah. you have to touch on that because here's what I don't want to see them do again. I don't want to see them do what they did with Kate in terms of using the cape, mm-hmm. the um as as a metaphor for coming out. Mm-hmm. As like, well, well, here's somebody who's out and proud, but then suddenly her identity is kept a secret. And how she deals with that. Um, it played out beautifully in season one, but they don't need to do that this time around. There's, there's different things that they can toy with to, to, in terms of that whole secret identity Mm -hmm. and especially now with Ryan. Um, but, but I think you're right too, that they're going to do that, especially to set up the dynamic between, um, Captain Kane and, um, and
1: Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Javisha kind of touched on that too in the panel as, as well as just making sure that, you know, she will get a new suit and it will be rep, it, it, it will be represented of, of her.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: so, you know, so there's all, so again, that kind of plays into what, what I was thinking about as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking about new suits, Lois and Superman also had a panel and they mentioned that Superman will get be getting a new suit as well. He mm-hmm. will also be picking up two teenage boys. Yep. <laughs> Alana Lang, a small veil, and just a crap load of human problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued by this show. I I, I have to say, um, Especially after hearing after hearing their panel this past weekend, uh, I think seeing how two individuals, career individuals, because I think Lois is definitely going uh, gonna to be a working parent,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: and how they balance superhero life with prof- her professional life, and also dealing with two teenage boys, and all the dynamics that that come with that. Uh, you know, I, I think they they have some good potential to to, to, to tell us uh, give us a fresh take on on this character. Um, these yeah. two characters.
0: I you know it's growing on me. I was really mad when I first saw the headline. Hey, we're gonna get a Superman show. I'm like, what? What the heck? We have Supergirl, or do we? Surprisingly, no Supergirl panel. Just nope. saying. <laughs>
1: They were around though. They were sprinkled around.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I saw a few here and there. Yeah, but I, I, I really this panel is selling me that this is something you're gonna want to check out mm-hmm. because it is different. It is a version of of Clark we haven't seen before. He's with Lois. We're not going to play out that love story. We've already seen the ending 5,000 times. Right. They're going to have kids, and their kids are going to get wrapped up with Lana Lang's kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They go back to Smallville. They take it out of Metropolis. And, and, yeah. And all, you're right. Yeah. Have Lana's kids, and, uh, it's yeah right? I think it was very smart i will say it was very smart of them to like with with crisis because you know when, when in crisis and they touched on this in the panel we only see one child and he was mm-hmm. and it was an infant and then when we get the uh, new new earth uh we they are you know now two teenage boys so I think that was again another good creative move to to to, to uh give us uh, a, as i said a fresh take on this character
0: Yeah, and that's that's something that Greg Berlanti really does well, is able to set up these big moments in this vast landscape that they've created and then trigger them to develop these new storylines and and mimic what happens in comic books, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The, the Series, plot lines, they go all over the place, they mix, they match people just love the characters and they want to see them again and again, but they don't want to see the same story again and again. They want to see a different version with that character. So, so I, I'm right there with you, Will, that again, another panel that was mainly fluff. They couldn't really say too much. They couldn't reveal everything, but they did its mission on selling us that, this is something to look forward to in yeah. whenever in TBD, because lately I still am iffy about this whole 20, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I mean, I get it. Canada's all but locked their borders They're yeah. They've basically built a virtual bubble. Um, yeah. But I, I'm still weary, I guess I as full as once.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And, 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 uh... It, you're right. the The panel did do a good job of, uh, again, it really didn't have didn't tell us much. I mean, other than they did break the news that he would be getting a, a new suit. But the other thing I, I really liked about the panel was that Tyler, uh, he, he 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 gets it as far as like what it means to be Superman. And yeah. and um, it, you know, because I know, you know people have given him crap as far as you know I think you know, he's like jobber superman and blah 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 but i but i i really think he understands what this character is and then adding the dimension of being a father uh to will given him that he you know, at least you know Jonathan Kent was um his his you know father figure so that you know so we'll see how Clark Lessons learned that he learned from Jonathan as far as how to be a parent and it also how what he learned from 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 Jor-El from oh,
2: from, I was to say. Yeah. From,
1: from the crystals and stuff so it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing how they they really uh, flesh out the the legacies uh, of, of his his birth father and his adoptive father uh, as as Clark learns how to navigate uh, Parenthood on top of being a being a superhero,
0: yep. No, I I'm starting to look forward to the show for show for sure, yep. for sure. Um, minor note I, because we do have so much more to get to tonight, but Doom Patrol was renewed for season three.
1: Yay! Hey. It's gonna <laughs> be yeah, exclusively on HBO Max. So. So uh, make guess, sure
0: you get a subscription.
1: Yeah, get your subscription uh and I I, I need to check and see if if they worked out something on Amazon Fire cuz otherwise I'm I'm going to have to get Roku or something.
0: <laughs> and then we have the Black Lightning panel. Of course, everyone is still talking about Henderson's death.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, that was another panel. Really didn't have much specifics i mean the, the cast really admitted that they uh did not know what was going to happen in season four and they played a game with um uh, robert townsend who's one of the executive producers and also uh prolific director has been produced film producers as well if you haven't seen hollywood shuffle check it out um but uh, at the q a it was you know it was pretty cool um I couldn't help but think of you. And uh, uh, James Remar said we'd like for for Gamby to get a girlfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I thought he had one with Lynn. I
1: Yeah, that's what I thought of you. I was just like, hey, I was like, Sarah's got the ship already set up for you, Gamby. But uh,
0: <laughs> there was a whole plot line. You just decided yeah. to throw it in the trash can. It would have been a very interesting, yeah. very melodrama.
1: Yeah, but uh but also other things like uh I mean Crest was like you know, he did say on record that during that he would like to have Henderson back. You he can kinda of tell that you know, I think I think the character was written off of the show because they didn't renew his contract, but uh you know, there was that piece and then um and they talked and then uh China talked about uh Jennifer, you know, there's a question from a fan about the uh multiverse first Jennifer's that we saw. Mm. uh and um uh, yeah she was hopeful that they'll bring them back and then uh i have to say uh, uh the actor who plays uh, uh tobias is just i think he's just amazing um uh, and uh, and i know in your in your in the showdown route notes you had mentioned like jason jason isaacs and the panel that they were all on together uh with the villains and yeah. um uh that was that was another one of those panels i mean, they were just. I guess that's my big problem with the whole weekend. It was just like, like now I wish they had just made it forty-eight hours instead of twenty-four because there was just so much content. There was just no way to get to all of it, and 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 so hopefully they'll um, will release a lot of these items on their on their YouTube channel moving forward because there were a lot of good things, and even like you know there was a Krypton um, behind the scenes from the when they filmed the pilot and uh you know just like i was like damn that show why did they have to cancel it <laughs> it was just like a like, dagger to the heart you know
0: <laughs> right yeah a yeah. way to put salt in the wound Jeez.
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're going to we're going to show this retrospective about a show that didn't even get a third
1: season yeah yeah but that was, was that was uh, was
0: really good
1: yeah
2: Bastards.
0: It was,
1: yeah it was really tough to to see that you know too bad to, You know, maybe they should have put it on DC Universe to begin with. (laughs) Oh, maybe, maybe. Um,
0: release the Snyder Cut. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, man, speaking about release dates, so news has broken out: Wonder Woman eighty four moved to Christmas of this year. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Who knows. And then also, more importantly, last week, the big event was Dune trailer dropping. Mm-hmm. And so we all get up, we watch the Dune trailer, we say, oh, what? and and <laughs> that's not really what I said.
1: No, I didn't either. I,
0: I'm actually probably one of the few people where I didn't like the trailer.
1: I was underwhelmed, too.
0: Thank you. There, I kept thinking about a rival trailer and some of the shots. Just mirror and I'm like Danae Villeneuve get a new Get new shots I've seen yeah. This before <laughs> yeah. I was And just... I, I hated the music I hated that music in the background It did not fit
1: So you're not a big Floyd fan huh
0: It just did not fit What what the Trailer was trying to get to it didn't Feel epic it felt like a mismatch In my opinion
1: Yeah yeah, I yeah, I, I I've seen a lot of youtube um chatter about the using dark side brain damage clips as far as the uh music for this trailer and and and' you know people you know i think it's the new thing to do is to like use pink floyd songs in trailers and and but you know at least at least with this one there was a a historical basis for using it because there you know Pink Floyd was supposed to to yeah, score yeah. film back in the '70s with with Orson Welles and Salvador Dali and stuff, but I, I you're right. It, to me, it felt like a mismatch, and a, and it wasn't because I just that I that I love Dark Side of the Moon. It just felt like with what they were presenting here, it just it just didn't it just it didn't flow for me. And I, I really, yeah, I was kind of meh about the trailer. Uh, I, so I I, mean, I I don't know I,
0: one thing i will say timothy chalamet great casting mm-hmm. he really i i i didn't like i i didn't like most of the trailer cuz it felt like it was all shot in the same location yeah. <laughs> it felt really weird yeah. it didn't feel big i liked most of the visuals but i still yeah. it, i i don't know there was something about it that just did not work for me but, Timothy Chalamet, I was captivated and fascinated by him mm-hmm. the whole time.
2: Yeah, so, I would agree with that. I would agree with
0: that. Yeah, it's just so weird. But then again, I can completely wipe the record of this trailer because they announced the very next day, we're not going to get this movie until 2021, people.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's like, they were so, I was like, do you think this went through? Or maybe they were like... Well, let's just drop it. Just pray that we can get Wonder Woman out in October. and I don't know. But but even before they dropped the trailer, there was already rumblings that Wonder Woman was going to get pushed back to possibly November or December. So they could have easily, easily held the trailer for another day just to recut the release card. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> or the saga that was tenant this summer. Yeah. I just. I have no idea what these studios are doing anymore. They're they're praying that COVID is is done with sooner rather than later. Pushing yeah. things that they shouldn't be pushing, and next year's going to be a mess. It because, is. Yes, we're going to get all these movies that we've been waiting for, and more. And there's going to be way too much content. Movie mm. theaters are going to be flooded. So yeah, you might you might still hit that magical number, but yeah. probably not the same as if it had been released in 2020, yeah. non-COVID 2020.
1: Yeah. And, and, and true, that's true. And, and maybe third time's the charm for Dune. I mean, they've tried it, you know, there was the David Lynch version, and then there was the one from sci-fi, I guess, around 2000. Mm-hmm. So so maybe, and apparently the interview was only doing half of the book. And so, uh, I think Dune is one of those things, like, the, the concept of it, because of it is it's greater than the, the actual production <laughs> it just may be one of those films or maybe one of those adapt stories that it's just better left to uh, allow the reader to create the world in their heads when they're reading the book instead of trying to adapt it to film because it's just the, the, the scope and scale of it it's just very hard to make to, to, to translate to to this medium
0: yeah. <laughs> You could have said that a decade ago, but in this year, and what when we, and maybe if you're saying movies, then sure, but make a TV show. I mean, when has a fantasy, far reaching, big scale TV
1: show ever worked?
0: I don't know. Maybe Game of Thrones? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Game of
1: Thrones? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Did yeah. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. And I guess Tolkien, it did all right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I guess Tolkien with, with Peter Jackson and Lord of the Rings. I mean, he did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, they didn't use any special effects or anything.
1: Not at
0: all. <laughs> Advanced <laughs> technology. <laughs> I just and there's that Amazon show we saw a trailer for so long ago that I can't think of the name, but it it's based off of a series of books.
1: Oh, the Good Omens. The what? The, the Good Omens, or
0: it's like a far-reaching. I, this is going to bother me. I can picture images from the trailer, but the, it's just on the tip of my tongue. Um, but that's another one that's based on a long, expansive fantasy sci-fi type material. So I just fire whoever uh, edited the trailer and get a new person to make sure they edit the movie because I don't think that's what the movie's gonna be, but I was not impressed by that trailer. And we've been on this point for way too long.
1: Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> let's move on. All right. So, on that note, let's talk some boys.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's for a lot of folks, are waiting. We got through the undercard now to the main event. So uh, I don't,
0: I don't know if you should call this the main event, considering. This is basically the Doom Patrol Orgy episode all over again. Everybody (laughs) has sex in this episode. I swear to God. (laughs) Everybody but Frenchie. Frenchie just wanted a kiss. Couldn't get a kiss. Everybody else get in and on. Even Homelander did some weird stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but Frenchie did but even Frenchie had sex because
2: Yes, that's right.
1: Yeah. So basically mother's milk and the deep. We're like the only two that didn't get any.
0: <laughs> oh, so thank you for bringing up the deep. They did, they, we talk about this all the time. Sometimes yeah. shows, they become repetitive because they use the same narrative stru- formulas and structures. Mm-hmm. But every now and then they try to insert a new structure in. So the episode basically almost begins and ends with these interviews of women when did you catch on that it was the deep behind that
1: i honestly i did Um, oh
0: i did halfway through like the second or third one i forget how many there were in total Mm. but i knew at least halfway through because of the way they said something about what it's like to be in love and i just thought to myself I bet it's the deep interviewing potential girlfriend.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I, I, did. you know, it, it I, whenever it happened, whenever they showed it, it was him. I, it, I was like, huh, I, because I, uh, I was kind of, it was when I was watching these interviews. I was like, this is, this seems kind of, yeah, like you said, they, they were mixing up the narrative structure. And I was just like, did I like click on the wrong show? <laughs> at first <laughs> but uh but uh, but but the way they had resolved that uh with with the deep and with these interviews and stuff it was you know he was he was really he really wanted the the one one lady who just basically would satisfy all his hedonistic desires but his but carol the counselor was like no that's that's you, you know that's not who's good for you
0: Right, right, or not—not not the one who's going to get you back on the seven. Back, Probably back on the seven. keep you off, keep you off of the seven. Yeah, and yeah. it just, yeah, I, they, I don't, I don't really know where this whole thing is going with the deep, but he's clearly still around. He's still on the team. Granted, everybody also in this episode of the seven, hey, your your time may be up because Homelander is pissed off. And yeah. so you're all fired.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my was pulling the Donald Trump and The Apprentice this episode. <laughs> he
0: he was just, he <laughs> is grasping at straws. He got a doppelganger.
1: Oh, that's... A... Oh, God, uh, where, where to begin with that one? <laughs>
0: well, I don't even know how disturbing. Like, just when you think the milk... Situation cannot get any worse. Yeah, this episode happens.
1: Yeah, so they <laughs> instead, of, instead instead of, like instead of heads exploding, we 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 get Homelander and ha- Homelander hooking up with a doppelganger or a shapeshifter, uh, and because I was like, whenever Elizabeth she like showed, up whenever Madeline showed up, I was just like. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, uh, this is. I was like, is this a flashback or is this a right. doppelganger? Yeah.
0: Right. Right. It it was done. the The setup was done so well. Yeah. And and yes, it was hilarious when he couldn't hold the form, and so he transfers back into doppelganger, who's the he. Yep. And um, Homelander was like, I will. Kill you if you do not change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I do I still don't get how Doppelganger can immediately go back to what he was doing after after he broke. Yeah, I just I can't yeah, he broke character. Can't
2: yeah, yeah. And that
0: was... They have that, but then the ending is a little bit even more disturbing. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just, I don't. Oh, will. Yeah, it was. I was. Like a, this is pro. It was for me. I, I I enjoyed this episode because it wasn't. It was as effed up as it was. It was enough of a change of pace from what we just saw in episode three and the collect. You know the the well and the and and stormfront. You know, killing all these people and you know heads exploding and all that kind of stuff. And then we go to with Homelander and having these having sex with this with the shapeshifter and 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 the whole milk feeding him with that it's just like one of those things where it's like once i see that you know it creeped me out more than, than the deep skills i mean <laughs> wow that's uh, a lot for you <laughs> <laughs> well i mean just just not so much that you know i guess how manipulative more more so about the thing to me it wasn't so much the sex with the the doppelganger it was more just how messed up Homelander is as an individual and which was which was creepy and like disgusting because you know he how he you know and his his self his self like love was just so um just so like I'm trying to find the word for it, it was just so just disgusting uh, how he how he treated this individual. Uh, and, you know, because it's basically like a race to the bottom between Homelander and Stormfront as far as who who's the worst. And just when you think Stormfront may have them, him, Homelander will do something to like just remind you how this, this despicable and disgusting character he is.
0: Yeah, I. I think they're really trying to navigate a balancing act between those two characters because they they have to keep it they're trying to keep it as even as possible as we progress this season in terms of how despicable they are and and on that note um what what I think is more interesting is if you don't just compare what we learn about Stormfront with <laughs> I guess we continue to learn about Homelander. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a new concept. He's a horrible person.
2: But yeah.
0: <laughs> we went to some new deaths, okay?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and um, But if you add in Butcher, because while all of this sex is happening and all of this grotesqueness is happening, we also have Butcher and Becca finally reunite. And, and they, they, it, it, it's exactly that reunion that you would expect from two adults. Emphasis on adults. They, they reunite for one, one night and they make plans, figure a way out. They're going to get their lives back. This will never, this will just be a memory. They can do this. And then she goes home and you realize she realizes they will never be able to go back to that state that they were in as a couple. This is, there is no turning back when she decided not to go to him after finding out she was pregnant. That was it. That was the end of it. And, and so the, the heartbreak that whole play out, I, was was is beautiful and it's really it 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 kind of in a way it it reminds you and or what it also does is that she, becca's one of the few people from the cast who knew butcher before everything happened, mm-hmm. and she's like, No, I never saved you. you were always on the brink,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So, so it'll be interesting. He he fulfilled his mission for for these last few episodes. It's been I'm gonna sacrifice all of my allies to yep. get to my girl to bring back my misses to save her. He finds her. She says no because you can never love my son.
1: Right. Yeah. Which that's yeah, and that see. Right, what, what he, how he describes Ryan, and talks about him, and how Becca, even though, even though Ryan was was conceived out of, of an, out of an act of violence, she still is still very protective of him because it is her son, yeah. and 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 she and she realizes that if 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 Ryan stays with Homelander, uh, it, then is you know it, the ramifications of that are you know we'll have another we'll have another type of Homelander or worse,
2: right?
1: Because because you know because as we as we <laughs> established how effed up he is, Homelander is. So I mean that was just another level of like this like heartbreak for for both of them, both both Becca and Butcher, because. You know because of this act that happened um you know it's again another reminder why they can't go back to to what they had before and and and, and but also becca realizes too that uh butcher could not be a father to ryan because because it, there's just too much history there too much there that, that butcher would be, wouldn't be able to get past to be able to, to to serve that role for him.
0: Yeah, yeah i i I think that um. I think I would have been mad at the writers had they stretched out, of the build up to this scene for the entire season, because mm-hmm. because we kind of had that the first season. Yeah, we did. Um, but then again, it turned into also an, a mystery because she appears at the end of the season so so i'm glad that they kind of got it over with so that now now butchers motivation motivation is i is going to change and what that becomes and 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 maybe if that continues to push him further down this path or maybe he's able to find a new drive that allows him to make better choices. I don't know. But Becca is also going to be, did did I just give up my one chance to get out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she needs to get out.
1: Homelander
0: is not going anywhere.
1: Nope. He's not. He's not.
0: And and everyone knows, if if you're in a room with Homelander, the chances of you dying, very high.
1: Very, <laughs> especially, especially when, especially when Homelander finds out you're in a relationship with someone else.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 just, just a little bit. Ah, the Maeve Homelander dynamic continues
1: Yeah. Oh boy.
0: It's, it's see what confuses me, Well is we go from him clearly having a weird sexual, whatever oh. relationship with Madeline and the ghost of Madeline to then getting mad at, at Maeve because she moved on from him. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just, I
2: don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Man.
1: And, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, he moves on and then like outs her on a show.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, and you know, that's not his choice to tell, but again, just, just, you know, as we were talking about earlier, how each, with each member of the seven, you know, he sent the deep away. Uh, he, he fires a train and brings in shockwave. Who was, you know, a change rival from season one with their big race. Uh, you know, we'll, you know, we'll def- I'm sure we'll talk about starlight in the elevator with, with Hugh, you know, without killing mm-hmm. Huey and stuff. But this, this particular one is one that just really just, just stood out to me. And, and I guess too for a couple of reasons. One, I have been watching uh away and uh they had a similar you know spoiler alert if you haven't seen this show there's another similar type of situation mm-hmm. where someone had has uh been involuntarily outed but this but the, but this is the this is the thing that that for me like you know as we go in the back and forth between who's worse homelander or stormfront this is one of those this is the one that like again tips the scale a little bit I don't know if it's a tip in the scale because they're both they're both equally bad, but this one's just this one just really of all the things that happened in this episode, this is the one that stood out for me as far as just how how nasty and evil and just bad what he did to her. Uh,
0: because it's also a different tactic. I mean, it's not as if he went around firing every single member of the seven. Right. But he uses very different tactics with, mm-hmm. with each of them. Talking about A-Train. Yep. A-Train was not surprising to me in the slightest. Because no, exactly. they've yeah. kind of been hinting at it with all of his... his um, The scenes of him losing his breath. Right. Not being able to run. So there is something wearing him down. I don't yep. know. And it's his heart. And, and of course, Homelander is going to pick up on that. Mm-hmm. He hears everything. So, and he sees everything. So, so that one didn't catch me off guard. Me neither. Me neither. But this one, he, he, he doesn't even hurt her. He, it's a, it's an outing. So it's more about her identity. Yeah. And not even her identity as a superhero, but her identity as a person in general. And and so that, again, this is why we need a full flashback episode because I don't, I really need to understand this dynamic because she also still, there's something about her reaction where yeah. she's hurt. Uh-huh. But there's still this, I'm more shocked and hurt because it came from you. And so there's a level of trust that I still need to understand, and I need to understand their full story.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: Speaking about full stories, Liberty. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the reasons why I didn't like this episode as much as others. Um, <laughs> I don't like it when we have an entire cross-country road trip. To get there and figure it out. <laughs> and then that's the episode. Yeah. I mean it was it was fun in games yeah. to see Huey and Starlight finally be able to act normal and poor Mother Smell got a front row seat to everything. He did. Poor mother, but granted this this arc really did help his story because yeah. we learned more about him and his father and his father's connections to ba- with um with Vaught. so i i I like that aspect of it, but they're on a road trip to find Liberty, an older superhero, and they come across this woman. Who tells a story, which I swear the images from that whole flashback felt like it was ripped right out of um, Watchmen.
1: It, it did. It did. <laughs> so it did. Um,
0: and, and she's freaked out because she's a little girl. She witnesses her, her brother being pulled over by Liberty, beaten to death. Again, that image alongside what Stormfront did to Kimiko's brother. Will haunt me for a while, yeah. And 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 she's freaking out in present day because she doesn't want the lady to come back. Well, Liberty's yeah. dead, right? Well, no. no. Stormfront is Liberty. Liberty is Stormfront. How? We don't know.
1: Well, I guess Compound V slows your aging.
0: <sighs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it does something. <laughs> And um so yeah, she,
2: yeah yeah so I she, I
0: don't know how I feel about that revelation. I kind of wish that Stormfront was more of a descendant. But eh, well, yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh I also I think I think the the more fascinating scene though was when Homelander confronts Stormfront. Mm-hmm. And she kind of comes on to him.
1: <laughs> I also just want to say, it was like, that scene to me, while I was watching it, I was like, either they're about to rip each other's heads off, or they're about to rip each other's clothes off, because I was getting all kinds of, both both vibes from both of them.
0: <laughs> See, I did not get any, I thought his reaction to her was hilarious, because he wanted, he was like, you, why are you touching me? I am so uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 He was he was mean whenever I watched the doppelganger scenes. So I've got trouble right now. Stop doing this. <laughs> Leave me alone. And and I don't and I still don't really understand her tactic and what she wants because I I maybe I I almost think that she knows she can defeat him. Mm-hmm. But she needs him
1: for something
0: and i don't know what that is
1: for uh, yeah maybe maybe it's like you know not to bring in another uh characters from another thing but it's like batman and joker i mean they need each other uh i mean if one's gone away you know it's then then what's their purpose
0: but but Homelander's a villain too <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's a villain too, but I guess point I guess
0: like, I guess you would get that dynamic of Butcher and Homelander. Yeah. You no. Know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you could get that dynamic from them, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think. I mean, I, I think she thinks she could probably take out Homelander, and you, and she probably could do so. But for whatever reason, yeah, like you said, there's something that she needs from him. Uh, maybe, maybe it is to. To to continue her her rise as influencer and and and, she, and this new public persona of of you know being the new hero and 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 uh, being hashtag. being the savior yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. hashtag hero so white
1: <laughs> yep
2: exactly
0: <laughs> I love that I love <laughs>
2: that was so funny. That was. Oh man, that was yeah. that
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely. Definitely, this show is just like I. I mean, I know it was a different change of pace and was more character-driven, but I, I really liked this episode. I thought it was just the right. I thought it was the right thing to come right after episode three.
0: Maybe the more I talk to it, the more I, I recall the highlights, and so I guess, I guess it. Looking back. Now that I remember everything that happened, because it was a bit foggy there for a while, <laughs> I wanted to burn the doppelganger images from my mind. Oh. Forgive me,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> but but yeah, I, I think you're right that overall it was a pretty sound episode. I I guess I just appreciate the boss fights more, but give me a good hashtag and it'll yeah. be a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: Hashtag here is so white. I'm, I'm putting that on the, I'm putting that on the, uh, show de- we should put yes. that on the show description for the week. I mean, that yeah. is like.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I love that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Starlight and Huey thoughts. Um, you know,
1: uh, their usual awkwardness, uh, you know, uh, I, I think that the thread between the, ep- the other through line through the episode was you know no one everyone hates Almond Joy especially Black Noir because he <laughs> he kicked him through the through the Black Noir the, the the Almond Joy you know from the little the the tech there when he was trying to yeah. search for Butcher. Um right. And
0: with, I'm glad they're utilizing him more this season. Yeah.
1: yeah. They are. They are. I, I like and I like the way they're using him. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, I mean those. I, I was cracking up. With, that, that dynamic with him there and with the analyst, um, whenever she, they're back and forth banter, even though you know he, he, the way that you you know he, the silence and, and her reactions and how they played off one another was that 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 was just a super funny moment in the episode for me. And then as far as Huey and Starlight, I you know they're kind of I'm kind of tired of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Huey. Yeah, we get the awkwardness, the you know, the whole, but you know, the the whenever they they get back into the city and uh, you know, he has the awkward moment with the Almond Joy line and stuff. But, um, it, you know, I felt like I felt like mother's milk in the car <laughs> whenever when I see them sometimes. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I it's hard because this episode had such an impactful moment between um butcher and becca mm-hmm. that it's hard to then go into this relationship without all that history yeah um who are both also very it's a very complicated relationship it is but it's new it's young love and i think they were toying about toying with that a lot <sighs> and 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 what's more interesting is not is not them both as, like, Annie and Huey off together in the world. That's not interesting. It's more interesting as Starlight and Huey. Mm-hmm. And that's yes. what we didn't get
2: yep.
1: in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think the, the, the road trip, it, it provided, you know, again, greater depth. For opportunities to explore Mother's Milk and you know and how he um, how his OCD um, sort of helped drives him and it's funny interestingly enough I guess the actor who plays who plays uh, Mother's Milk also uh, noted how he actually is OCD in real life so it was it was fun. You know, it's a good extension for him to, to portray that in the show. But you know, when they were in the donut shop and she and Mother's Milk having their back and forth and learning their backgrounds about, um, you know, a little bit more about her father and the don't, you know, and what to expect. And uh, it was, I, I like those aspects of it. um And you're, and but you're right. I mean, Huey and Starlight are, whenever they are are having to deal with uh, the uncomfortable, the, the un the unrequited relationship is 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 more interested than when whenever things are going going well for them.
0: You know, it's really hard to pay attention. Will, when you say things referring to an episode of The Boys, when you say things like exploring new new depths of mother's milk, <laughs> all I think oh, about are 20 scenes oh. with Homelander and oh.
1: mothers. Milk. <laughs> My bad. <laughs>
0: But you're right. This show yeah. does explore new deaths of mothers.
1: Yeah. It does. It <laughs> does. It, in more ways in more ways than one.
0: <laughs> I still don't get how they let that character have that name, knowing yeah. homely weird obsession. I don't yeah. get it.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, hashtag hero so white. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I think I think that is it for us everyone will why don't you yeah. tell our listeners where they can find you
1: yes you can you can find me uh, at will and at w- w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k
0: you can find me at sj belmont s-j-b-e-l-m-o-n-t please follow our crew on twitter at Cena nerd friend us on facebook false on instagram but most importantly rate subscribe and comment on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube stitcher or wherever you get your podcast good night geek out you're welcome